everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I I so love what we're doing here today. It is kind of like the one-two punch to setting ourselves up for an amazing year. You just heard from Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis and talking about intentions. And I thought, you know, who would I bring on to talk about success? Meaning, who could we get to join us today to give us, share some insight from what it means to create a roadmap to success? Well, I have to tell you that uh, earlier this year, I had the opportunity to have a fabulous conversation with my guest right now, and she's joining me here today, Susan Steinbrecher, who is the uh, an author, a keynote speaker, uh, and much more. She's joining me here today because as an internationally acclaimed businesswoman, an executive coach, co-author of Heart-Centered Leadership, an invitation to lead from the inside out, and roadmap to success. She's joining us here today to share her insights, what she's learned, what she talks about in her books that will help all of us contribute to what we call on the show exquisite success in this year and years to come. Susan, I am so thrilled that you are able to join us here today. I know you have a busy schedule, and this is such an important conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. I am excited to be with you once again. It's great fun. Roadmap to success. Every time I I see those words, I know you've written the book. (laughs) (laughs) I know you've got Stephen Covey and Ken Blanchard, you know, in there with you. But every time I see that, I am so struck by the book you've written, especially in contrast to what the external pop culture, media, whatever you want to call it, is talking about right now, Mm -hmm. and even using the word crisis and failure. And I wanted to ask you, can we build a roadmap to success? even with things looking as dreary and crusty as they do on the outside. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think, I think this is exactly the time <laughs> to reshift our focus and our energy towards what is possible versus all the doom and gloom of what's not possible. Listen, we know all those things exist out there, but it's a matter of what you're going to choose to put your focus and energy on. And that's one of the reasons why I felt it was important um, to write, you know, my chapter contribution of this collaboration book project with Covey and Blanchard and several other authors is, is really to make the statement that, you know, I have had the great fortune to work with some incredibly uh, talented leaders and really no matter the industry or the position they were in or the country they actually came from, what I was so struck by was how these individuals, these people I had the opportunity to coach, had some very common, what I call, core fundamentals among them. The ones that were really the most, as you say, exquisitely successful, really embraced these five things that I wrote about in this chapter. And I felt like it was just too important to, to not share with the world, so I'm sharing it in this book. <laughs> well, and, and I have to tell you, you know, I, I don't think that there is any mistake that people such as yourself, uh, you know, are, are sitting down and are writing books that sort of seem 
counterintuitive to a lot of folks right. in terms of what I call the gloom and doom message. Now, I'm not saying that I'm naive. I understand right. there are things going outside, on on the uh, in world right now that are of concern. I also know that there are things that we could do to help ourselves stay heart-centered amongst all of this. And I wanted to get your opinion about that and, and have you share a bit from the book on what heart-centered means and, and why this is so important for us to learn something new right now. Yeah, I think it is really important. And, and I think here's the situation. The leaders that I've had the great fortune to coach and work with, um, they're dealing with the same issues as everybody else is out there. I mean, they have the same, you know, quote-unquote doom and gloom out there, too. And yet, how is it possible that they're able to sort of rise above, just to your very point, um, and, and not ignore that those factors are there, but to actually work with the factors that are out there? And, and they've been able to do that and been able to do that extraordinarily well. And uh, it, it touches back to the book I wrote also, Heart Center Leadership, as you mentioned, and that mm-hmm. is coming from that place from within, talking about, uh, you know, instead of it being this external it, focus, it's more the internal focus of who am I, how am I showing up in the world, how am I choosing to show up in the world, no matter what's going on all around me. And, and that's, again, why when... Um, sharing this particular book and the, and the five core fundamentals that I noticed that they all had. They all had lots of strengths and opportunities like everybody else, but they all seem to have these same five core fundamentals that I thought, you know, it's just, it's just very striking and very important uh, that people start to look at what can be done right now versus what can't be done right now. It, it, let's start at that particular point because, okay. it, you know, I think for all of us, especially those of us that are, you know, entrepreneurs, that are self-employed, that are, you know, in, in the business of staying creative, staying current, you know, we have to look for new ways. Yes. We have to look for ways to keep reinventing ourselves. And I wanted to ask you, you know, as you wrote the book, you know, you talk about the five core fundamentals. And I think it's important for us to share them because if we don't have a core essence or theme for our goals and intentions, the implementation or the inaction of those will have difficulty, don't you think? Absolutely. No question about it. Um, Really, the first one that is not only a core fundamental, but I think it's foundational. It's like the other four really rest upon this Mm -hmm. first one, and it's this unwavering, unyielding belief that a high level of success is even, even possible. Now, that sounds very commonsensical, but the truth is the people that are the most extraordinarily successful by every measuring stick you want to you put out there are people that truly deep down inside believe that no matter what, no matter the obstacles, what's going on around them, the financial, economic, whatever, these people have a deep down belief that they're going to be successful no matter what. And um, not everybody has that. And this is the thing that I was really struck by um, that they seem to, to really embrace. And the way that we can start to begin to get a sense for our belief systems around success is to start to ask yourself the question of how is it possible that I don't have success in my life? You, you can, you can, 
decide on the constituency you should want to focus on, whether it's work or financial or family or relationship or whatever that is. But if you start to ask yourself the question, how is it possible that I don't, that begins to give you some insight as to what's going on. And I guarantee you it's going to be centered back into a belief, a belief somewhere along the way that you took on, whether it was intentional or not, usually not, um, that somehow got loaded in, so to speak, and you took on that belief, and it's probably not even true that you can't have success. And what we notice is that people straddle the fence, which is why they don't get any momentum forward. It's like they put one foot on the side of possibility. Yes, I can do that. And the other side is on, no, I, I can't do that, or who am I? I'm not worthy. I'm not, et cetera, et cetera. So what happens? They get no momentum forward. So well, I love what you're that. talking about here because, yeah. you know, part of this really gets down to, to some basics. And, and, and I want to ask you about this because I know yep. we've got these others to share. But we don't even recognize sometimes that we're holding beliefs that are really holding us back. And I'm just going to share something really quickly. I want to get your take on it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was growing up, honestly, I never thought that I would actually leave the Bronx. No one in my family really had ever done that. And then uh, it was pointed out to me early on that no one in my family had ever graduated high school. Mm. And so, uh, you know, for me, I always had a dream to go to college. I didn't even know what college was. Understand, both of my parents, fifth grade at best. But yet there is a belief that the collective, especially if we look at our families or we look at our social settings, you know, we can actually pull from this collective to actually hold us back, or we could set our targets on something that may even go against the grain of what we know. How do we handle that? Yeah, well, you're right. It's tough. And so the first thing I like to do when I work with clients that I coach um, identifying belief systems, we call it identifying one's mental models or prevailing beliefs. And those beliefs will serve you and not serve you. And so identifying that they, what they are and getting your hands around that is the first step. You have to know what's sitting there, perhaps unconsciously, in order to before you be able to change anything. So the first thing we do is uncover those belief systems. Now, let's say that you're not in a position to have a coach or whatever to help you through that. One way you can even do this on your own, and I, and I task a lot of my clients with this, is I ask them to go back in their earliest memories and think and draw a life map out and draw out the highs in their life and the lows in their life, just what comes to their mind as to what were the highs, what were the circumstances, what was the situation, most importantly, what were the feelings associated with that, and then what were the lows. And if you do that throughout your, your whole life, going as far back as you can remember to current day, you will begin to see a pattern of why the highs were highs and why the lows were lows. Even though they're totally different situations and circumstances and events, the why behind the high and the low tells you you're starting to get into a belief system here. Things that are important to you. Well, why are they important to you? Somewhere along the line, you've decided that's important to you. So first, uncovering that is is the critical step to be able to change anything. Uncover what those belief systems are, the ones that are limiting, and, and then once, you, once that's conscious, it's like when you, you shed a light on something, it begins to dissipate because it's, it's now out in the open. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And let's, let's continue this after our break because sure. this is really what we need to take those intentions and bring them to life. Right. That's right. 
Absolutely. We have a fabulous show right here, right now on the Dr. Pat Show. It's a fabulous conversation. I'm so thrilled to have Susan joining us here today. When we come back, we're going to pick up the pace, where we've been, what we need to do to understand the five core fundamentals that will ensure our roadmap to success. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Go Green at the Go Green Expo, the nation's leading eco-friendly trade shows in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, New York City, and Atlanta. Visit GoGreenExpo.com to see all the details of the latest eco-friendly products and learn from dozens of eco-famous celebrities and authors like Ed Begley Jr., Josh Dorfman, Marielle Hemingway, and Nigel Barker. Learn how to green your business, your home, your kids, and save money on your energy bills. Visit GoGreenExpo.com and learn how to live healthier and help our environment. See Dr. Pat in person and listen to her speak with other top eco-minded leaders. The first Go Green Expo will be in Los Angeles January 23rd through 25th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Visit GoGreenExpo.com for details. See you at the Expo. And be sure to sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter to keep up on the latest events, guests, offers, and information. Go to the DrPatShow.com to sign up now. Integrative practitioners, are you looking to improve your holistic approach to wellness by developing the health coaching skills your clients need? As the nation's focus on health and wellness has increased, so has interest in the field of health coaching. The Center for Integrative Health has made earning your health coaching certificate accessible and in a format designed with you in mind. Completely online, the one-course-a-month format allows you to focus on both your clients and your education. You can complete the certificate in as little as eight months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution at the same time. Financial aid is available. Visit cih.nusystem.org for the National University System Center for Integrative Health. That's cih.nusystem.org. Or call 800-NAT-UNIV to learn more. That number again is 800-NAT-UNIV. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to announce the 2009 Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Four nights, four extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Carolyn Mace, Michael Beckwith, Gary Zukoff, and Don Miguel Ruiz, all right here in Seattle. Purchase the entire series and get four events for the price of three. Tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information, event dates, and to purchase your tickets. All events will be held at the new Celebration Hall at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle on Sandpoint Way. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to thedrpatshow.com for details. Series tickets would make a perfect gift for someone you care about this holiday season. Want to hear something different from talk radio? The choice is clear. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome 
back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And as I said before, we talked earlier about intentions. Right now, we're talking about building that roadmap to success. And, you know, who better than to invite to the show than my very special guest today, Susan Steinbrecher, who's joining me here today. Her new book, of course, Roadmap to Success. Uh, a collaborative effort with um, Stephen Covey and Ken Blanchard. And, you know, we're talking about what does success mean and how do you set the stage for it? Uh, Susan, you were sharing the five core fundamentals. This is so important. And, you know, not only at a corporate or leadership level or business level, but these are fundamentals that we can take in our lives. And as we set our 2009 objectives and goals, we can really kickstart them with these, can't we? I love the fact that you just shared that because what was really interesting for me, I had just finished writing my chapter on this, and then uh, simultaneously to that, I had taken on a personal goal of training to ride a 100-mile bike ride. They call it a century. Wow. And, you know, yeah, and I, and I had to pick a location like Tahoe or something because I was doing it for charity. And um, so I had all kinds of stuff around, is it possible for me to do this? Can I, you know, believe that I can do this and everything else? And what was really strange is as I um, was training for that event, which took about four months of training to be able to do that event, which I did do successfully, I found myself going through the exact five core fundamentals that I had just written about in a business context. So these five work just as well business as they do personal. Um, and that first one, as we mentioned prior to the break, is this unwavering belief that, there, that a high level of success is even possible. And it's getting in touch with the beliefs that we have about success. Because the truth is, you are standing where you are today based on your beliefs of yourself and your past, period. You are who you are today based on decisions and beliefs. And what's, what is a decision? Well, a thought thought over time is, becomes a belief, a belief drives the decisions that you make. The decisions that you make create the impact that you have in your life. It's, that's the chain. So if we can begin to understand about our beliefs about success, we actually are limiting beliefs about success, we can begin to do something about it. But the first step is to identify what that is or that we even have that. So we talked a little bit about that prior to break. Um, the next one, next core fundamental is courage to step up, take initiative, and act. And this one's really tough, but the reality is is you cannot expect anything to change in your life if you're not doing something differently. And that means you've got to have some courage to act or act upon a, a passion you might have or a goal that you might have. Goals can't be attained because we write them on a piece of paper. It's going to take action. And that takes some courage. And I don't mean throwing ourselves off the cliff, but... You still have to do something differently if you want something different. And, you know, we all know the definition of insanity, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) Right? Right. Um, You know, and one of the other core fundamentals that, you know, I saw not only with my own success and being able to achieve that 100-mile bike ride, but also seeing with the most, you know, successful leaders that I had a privilege to work with as a coach was outstanding communication skills. That's another core fundamental. We all know that communication is important, but what these guys really got that is, is very important for, for people to understand is that communication is a very deep subject. What I mean by that is when a sender is sending a message to a receiver, 55% of that message coming across is done so via body language. 
38% by tone of voice and only 7% set, excuse me, 7% of the words spoken. Now that sounds mind-blowing, that 93% of the message is everything that hasn't actually been said. But when you really think about it, we've all been in the position, have we not, that somebody has said something to us and we heard the words, but we just got this feeling that's not really what they meant. And so what do you believe? The words you heard are the feeling. Typically the feeling. <laughs> right. And the reason is the body can't lie. You see, the soul and the heart cannot lie. Physiology cannot lie. We can make a conscious choice to lie and therefore say something that's not truthful. But people are just wired and designed to sense truth. So the best communicators understand this and they get congruent with their message. In other words, they truly believe what they're about ready to say so that it comes across not only verbally uh, congruent, but also non-verbally congruent with sending the same message. So that's just another whole piece around communication and taking it at a much deeper level. Um, being able to effectively deal with adversity. And today's times is the perfect time to be talking about this, that, again, the most successful leaders um, are able to do that. They look at what's going on around them. It's not that their head's in the sand. They are seeing what's there. But then they begin to say, what can I do knowing that these are the factors in place? And they dial up their sort of innovation and creativity and start looking for what's possible versus what's not possible. And if you can bathe yourself in that space, you have the opportunity to actually access a different part of the brain, which is accessing the creativity and the innovation um, versus get dragged down by, yeah, but this is happening, this is happening, and this is happening. Well, yeah, that's happening. But, exactly. But what are you going to do about it? Right. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. And really, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, when you put this all together and we kind of look at this, we know in our guts when we are standing at the edge yeah. of emotional destruction. That's right. Yep, that's exactly right. And you have to kind of know yourself enough to know where am I, what would best serve me at this moment, what do I need that's you know, one step that I can take that's going to make me feel better, you know, how can I get into congruency with, you know, how I'm feeling with what I want to be doing. It's, it's all of those pieces that we have, to, we have to deal with, right? Absolutely. And, you know, what you're talking about is really a blueprint for everybody listening to the show. I mean, you're no different than, than, than our listeners. That's exactly right. You, um, you know, what you've created, though, is a blueprint for all of us to take a look at as we sit down and we set our, you know, put our, inje uh, our, our goals and objectives into action. Because that's yeah, what we're talking about. That's exactly right. And really, this last core fundamental, I mean, speaks volumes to that. And it's excellent planning and implementation skills. Here's the reality. We can have a vision and we can have a dream and we can have goals, but it takes steps of execution to make those things come to fruition. Uh, when you think about it, any goal anybody has ever achieved has been done because they took some action. They've had some courage. They took some steps. They did some things that got them there, the milestone checks along the way. I know when I was training for my bike ride, they taught us to not look up when we were about ready to approach a hill or a mountain. Well, why? Because it's scary. It's intimidating. Right. You're like, this, you're immediately your belief system goes into effect, right? I can't do that. 
So what they taught us, which is a great metaphor for all of us in, this, in these times, is they said, pick a spot on the side of the road and ride to that spot only. Once you get there, pick the next spot on the side of the road and ride to that spot only. Once you get there, continue to repeat it. And before you know it, you really are at the top. If you look up and in, in you're into this overwhelmed space and then your belief system shuts down about any possibility of achieving it, but if you can just pick one step forward, achieve that, then you gain confidence and confidence as you move forward in energy and momentum. And before you know it, you're at the top. It's, it's amazing how that works, but that is something that everybody could use today as well um, when achieving whatever they want to achieve. It's taking those steps, and it's a bite-sized point, you know, at a time. Well, I, I, was like, I love this. Yeah, I just have to tell you, I was, I was struck by a woman I saw being interviewed on television, and she had lost 100 pounds. And they said, oh, my gosh, how did you do that? She goes, well, I had had a goal to lose 100 pounds for years and years and years, but I did it this year, and the reason I did it and the way I did it is I quit saying I need to lose 100 pounds. I said to myself instead, my goal is to lose 20 pounds, and then she did. And then when she got there, she said, my goal is to lose another 20 pounds, and then she did. It's the same thing, a step on the side of the road at a time. Before she knew it, she had lost 100 pounds. What a powerful message. Susan, thank you so much for joining us. Let's give out your website for everyone to... Uh... Absolutely. Thank you. It's um, Institute of HCL, which stands for Heart Center Leadership, which is my other book, hcl.com, instituteofhcl.com. You can get either Roadmaps to Success or Heart Center Leadership at that site. Thank you for joining us here today. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you right back here tomorrow, everyone. And remember, you can do it.